Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On November 6th, Nick Calandra was fired from The Escapist. Following this, longtime games critic and creator of Zero Punctuation, Ben Yatsi Croshaw, announced that he, alongside the rest of the Escapist video team, would be leaving the company. In the wake of the firing, a huge outpouring of support and massive media coverage followed. So too did a new venture, and a new beginning for one of the internet's longest-running review formats. We sat down with Nick and Yatsi to talk about what's next, and the two would like to emphasize that no hate should be directed to the writers that remain at The Escapist. As you'll hear in this podcast, The Escapist itself had very little to do with what happened. But this podcast is the story of what happened and what comes next now that Nick Calandra and Yahtzee have their second wind. Basically, any normal workday kind of came in and uh, Yahtzee always sends me ZP on Monday mornings and so... Uh, we always have our morning, we have a Monday morning call. We, well, we had a Monday morning call on the escapes where we kind of set out what we're doing that week. And then I get ZP uploaded and then I get some social media going and stuff like that. And then basically, you know, release ZP and go to lunch. Um, so yeah, I don't even I like legitimately like don't even remember what time I got fired at this point. It's just been. <laughs> I like I haven't it processed. The, <laughs> it was after the morning podcast because we did that nice as pie, setting up all the content for the rest right, of the week. Right. Yeah, I think it was like probably about like twelve thirty, one o'clock. It was wasn't during the podcast, right? It was after slightly something else. Yeah, it was just after. Just after. So yeah, it would have been like one thirty or so, I guess. But yeah, it was just a normal work day. And um, you know, truth be told, like I had a feeling something was coming. Um so the week before I was out uh in Nebraska visiting my, my mom for her birthday and, uh, my, my boss, the CEO and the CRO were out in London having a video strategy meeting. And, uh, I wasn't just editor in chief of the escapist. I was also like YouTube strategist or head of strategy for all of video gamers. And, uh, well, as I said, I was in Omaha and they were in London, so I was not invited mm. to that meeting. So I kind of <laughs> had a feeling something was coming. Um, just cause like I've gone through this before back at EG, like, you know, with executives getting fired and all that. And, you know, once you kind of take on a role where you have a lot of responsibilities like that, and every time you come into a meeting, they're like, why are we not hitting targets or how are you going to get the targets? And I have to re-explain my strategy every week, you know, at some point, you know, that the chopping block is coming for your head. Um, so Monday, um, Omar, our head of media and I were, you know, very nervous. Uh, we didn't really, we knew something was up because we were supposed to meet, um, with them on Friday and then they pushed it to Monday. And then, you know, we were trying to get a response of like, when are we meeting today? Cause we're sitting around all day waiting to meet and we just weren't getting a response. And like, at that point I knew like, you know, I'm probably, I'm probably being let go today or, or they're going to ask me to step down or something like that. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so basically, yeah, I got, you know, got the call, got the message on Slack. Hey, 
can we join this call? I'm like, okay, I'll see you later, guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew, you knew at that moment that that was it. I mean, when you see your boss and HR on a call, what, what else is it going to be, you know? And so, yeah. you know, by that point though, like I had already decided in my head, like I'm not signing anything. I'm not taking the severance. I don't care how much it is. Um, I mean, they only, they only offered me three weeks, so that yeah, wasn't hard to turn down. And then, uh, yeah, just everything kind of snowballed from there really quickly. In your um, in your tweet, your incredibly viral tweet at this point that has been seen by two point four million people, um, it was mentioned that you were let go for uh, quote not achieving goals that you say were never properly set. But then in your launch stream, you mentioned that um, it'd been a great growth period. You'd have attracted a whole new audience that weren't part of the original kind of um, classic escapist, if if you like. Um, how was it framed to you in that actual uh, conversation? Um, well, it wasn't like that conversation was, it was basically that, that like, you know, this just isn't working out kind of thing. You know, we're, you know, we're breaking up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations before where it, it was just it, like, we were really the business model that I had created for the escapist over the last five years really just was not compatible with a company that is primarily driven by SEO and never ending growing traffic. And so, you know, to them, it was, we weren't growing fast enough because we weren't getting profit fast enough, but they had just bought the escapist last September. Yeah. Right. And so back at enthusiast gaming, we were on the same budget for three years. There was three full-time people. It was Yahtzee, myself and Omar. And that was it. And we, we had like contractors and all that. They were paid. Okay. But not full-time but they were doing full-time work basically. Like we were busting our ass on the escapist to get it to where it was. So we get bought by gamers and it was good. Like at the start, right? They're like, Hey, like we love what you're doing. We love the content. We want to invest in it. We want to grow it. And we were all like, the whole team was excited by this because, you know, obviously that's what we've been working towards. And we're like, thank God, like, cause nothing good happened enthusiast for us really. <laughs> um, and so we, we get the investment and, a, a new boss comes in, has no idea what he's doing on the video strategy and like just driving me nuts. So he gets fired. I take the role. And then, and, and that was only six months ago, not even, not even six months ago, I took the video strategy role. And so like, I legitimately had no time to get profitable. They, they invested all that money. And I warned them, I said, if, don't hire too quickly but on their end, they're like, well, we want growth and we want you to grow fast. So let's make these hires and let's do it now. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to play catch up. Mm. So you feel like you didn't, you weren't even given the time to have that assessment made of you have not met uh, the targets. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, they, my focus was on driving revenue uh, through our premium subscription programs and everything like that. And that was growing. That was very clearly growing. Like, the numbers are all there. I gave them the graphs, the data, everything. Like it was all there for them to see. It was very clear as day. You show it to anybody that's in media. They're like, yeah, okay, we see it. That's clear growth. To them, like quoting, like dropping the bucket. I'm like, what? Like we're, we're like doubling our revenue that we were making. We weren't making before. Like this is all money that was not being driven by organic advertising. And it mm. just, it just wasn't fast enough. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's like, this is a long-term play. This is how you get sustainable. Cause you're, when you raise that money through fans, it compounds year over year. So if you're making 7,000 in March of 2023 through an annual subscription program, well then in March, 2023, 
you make that 7,000 plus all the new subscriptions you drive that month. I like, I don't understand how that doesn't make sense to these guys, but it didn't. And you know, I got fired for it. So, um, you know, our, the, the goal they literally gave me, what the CEO gave me was to go from 5.4, like 5.6 million views on the escapist to 10 million by December. And I'm like, how mm. there's no way. Yeah, we would have to post a zero punctuation every second to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, when this took place, um, when did you hear it was happening? And did you have an inkling? Has it been talked about? And um, what was your reaction on that day? Well, it wasn't the first time Nick and I had talked about going independent. Around the time Enthusiast Gaming were like flagging on us, we'd uh, talked privately about maybe scaring up the money between us to be able to buy the Escapist from them uh, before they sold it. But then they sold it before we could even have that conversation. <laughs> but as, you say, as Nick said, we were feeling positive about gamers when they took over. Um, but uh, on the day Nick was fired, like um, he'd like mentioned briefly that he suspected there might be something in the air, but I, I was uh, uh, like he and the rest of us assumed it would um, take a, take quite a bit longer. Um, so when it happened, we were all thrown for a loop. I, as mm. I said, we did the podcast that day. We we uh, talked about what we were releasing that week that ended up never coming out. <laughs> um, so I heard about it uh, when I saw his his tweet, and then. Uh, because I've always like worked in a sort of comfortable video making bubble in my nice Northern Californian home. Cause uh, I've tend to be more of a creative focus. Nick mentioned that there used to be like a Monday meeting in this case. I was never in that. I was never really <laughs> um, part of the management structure. I just liked making my videos for people to laugh at my silly knob gags. <laughs> so I heard about his firing um, that way. And then um, a couple of other guys were let go as well. And a couple of other guys resigned. And, um, then I was brought onto a call with the, with gamers head of video, Greg Johnson, um, who said, uh, who just basically said, here's, here's what happened with Nick. Uh, he was already like looking very sick when he was talking about <laughs> like, um, we, uh, thought it was a good idea at the time. Here's our justification for it. Um, any questions? <laughs> and that was literally what he, how it started. So I asked him, you know, who was replacing Nick. I asked him if anyone else had been let go and been resigned, and he admitted that basically everyone had left at that point. So um, I told him I didn't want to be in the position I'd been in before, where the escapist was just sort of picked apart by the corporate owner, uh, like just leaving me the last man standing, hanging by a thread until um, they could just flog it off to someone else to start the process anew. I decided I didn't want to be in that position again. So it seems uh, like with the escapist has like a, uh, a history of just, cause when we got sold the gamers, we found out on Twitter, like <laughs> nobody told us anything beforehand. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. you know, when they, when they brought me into the call and I was like, well, at least I predicted it this time. Well, I predicted we were going to get sold to uh, enthusiasts. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's really obvious. Like when corporate starts, stops talking to you, you're like, okay, something's happening behind the scenes and they don't want you to know about it. Isn't that so, so modern games media? Just to learn yeah. that your entire company's going away on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I okay, was it, there was there a was there a play from um, <clears throat> that member of staff to keep you? Because presumably there's 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 no, IP investment there. You're a you're a prominent figure. Well, I said uh, I really felt like I wanted to resign along with everyone else, and. Uh, I got the impression that that was the answer they'd been expecting 
or half mm. expecting after uh, the aftermath of Nick leaving. Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I mean, you, beat, saw, just, yeah, you saw on Twitter, like, everybody within hours left. It was, that was it. It was, yeah. you know. Maybe he was just in a particularly pessimistic mood at that moment. <laughs> um, so, no, there wasn't really much of a play to keep me um, at that point. Uh, I uh, I asked for the zero punctuation IP. They said we can talk about it further down the line. Uh, mm. I think the conclusion I've reached after like ZP ending became international news that we kind of maybe wanted to move on from the brand anyway at this point. So uh, yeah, I'm basically like resigned and uh, told him I wasn't interested in licensing the IP back from them or anything, and that was yeah. about it. Nick, how did that feel to have this team of people? Because it seems like a very, very close-knit video team from everything that's been said on Twitter. Well, well, it's happening so fast because we like the same day Nick was fired, we were all like in touch with each other, uh, working out the plans. We were all pretty much from the word go in agreement. We were going to go independent and just keep working together because we like working together. Mm. I like working with Nick. I mean, I got kind of jaded. Uh, in previous eras, but Nick was the one who really was able to turn things around after the escapist's last shoestring moment. Uh, he's the one who was the driving force behind bringing in the new audience, the new talent, the new talent that I really enjoyed working with. Like the new, our new D&D series, Adventure is Now, is one of the things I've been more invested in than anything else in recent years. I, I wanted to keep, uh, I wanted to keep doing that. So mm. it was in the selfish motive of wanting to not change my life as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, also changing it completely. <laughs> yes. Um, it seemed within the, within the day that it was a story, it went from a few of these guys are leaving or oh, all of these guys are leaving. And then there was whispers of you starting something else very quickly. Nick, was there any further contact from gamers when they perhaps had an inkling that this might have been a mistake considering everything that's transpired since? uh not really no i mean i I made it clear on the call like i'm not signing anything you know you're not going to stop me from telling i i've been you know like i said at this before we even got on the podcast like i really haven't had a chance to even process like how this all went down and like you know like legit sitting you're trying not to choke up a little bit just because like it, i put five years of my life into that brand to have people that don't give a fuck about it rip it out from under me mm. um and like the and i'm not really more choking up about losing the brand it's more like i was terrified of losing the community that we had built because like and it was so positive like every day we got up to go to work and like i never had to worry about somebody in the comments being mean mean to us or in the discord or whatever like they had our back and then when the you know i'm like no i've spent five years being gaslit by managers that didn't know what they were doing trying to tell me i don't know what i'm doing roadblocking me at every corner when i'm trying to uh get things done and make money and to support my team because like you know um when when i did the divinity original sin documentary um omar ahmed like him and i had i, I had never met him before and i needed somebody to go do that documentary with me and he put in an application and that the first time we ever met was to make that project together out in belgium had never met him before and like, like that, clicked like that, like that. Mm. And it's kind of been that same way with every person I've brought in to the escapist. It's like, you know, everybody's got each other's back. They, they work hard, you know, they put themselves on the line for this and like, what do they get for it? They get, you know, promised full-time work from these companies and then they don't get it or then they do. And then they're, you know, tried to be milk dry, you know, like Sebastian, they immediately wanted to, 
like he was doing two a two video a video a week, and there were good videos doing really good t- traffic, and it was never said like, hey, he's doing a good job. Like, how can we support him? Is how do we get more out of him? And I, I mean, like I did my very best to defend the team from that because that pisses me off. Like I came from the Midwest, like I didn't have connections in the games industry. I, I like this was the job that I wanted to do. And like, I wasn't going to let somebody take that away from me again. Um, you know, after what happened at EG and everything, cause like, that's, that's what I thought was going to happen when we got sold. I'm like, oh man, my entire team is going to get, you know, thrown out and it's just going to be Yahtzee again. Yeah. Um, so when you decided that, um, when the decision was made to form the new group and kind of things were taking off on Twitter, what is it like for that kind of reaction to happen on Twitter? The amount of outpouring was um, insane across both of your tweets. Yahtzee's was top of our game. So Nick, first, how did that feel? I assume it still doesn't feel quite real. It must be somewhat of a whirlwind at this point. Uh, yeah, that's the exact word I've been using over and over again. I mean, uh, my phone has not stopped buzzing with notifications for... I don't know how many hours it's been, no, 86 hours, 87 hours. <laughs> like I just, I, you know, I've had text messages that I haven't even been able to read because like the notifications just keep flying in. Um, I don't know. I, you know, my, my parents called me like, did you know you're on the front page of BBC? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like, I've never, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for 15 years and I've just never really been in the spotlight and I've always been okay with that. Like I just wanted to cover games and like be, you know, involved with developers and doing cool stuff. And so like now being in the spotlight's a whole different thing. Um, but I just, you know, not letting it get to my head or anything. Like I just like, we're creating this thing together and I just want to keep doing this thing. I want to keep doing this thing with this team and, uh, you know, just, I, I want to be sustainable doing it. I want to enjoy my life doing it. I want to enjoy working with the people doing it. I want to enjoy the community with it. And like, we had all that built at the escapist under, under gamers. So yeah, like any, anytime somebody threatened that, like, cause I've, I've heard rumblings like, you know, Beckett's in the Slack and all that, that I was hard to work with or belligerent or, you know, a nanny or whatever like that. And I'm like, yeah, I protected my fucking work in my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Yahtzee, your tweet was um, at the top of our Dash games for several days. It was um, the lead image on all of the news stories about this event was the zero punctuation, the, the yellow background, the white little stick figure. How was that for you? Well, uh, in contrast to Nick's experience, this is like the second time I've gone viral. <laughs> like the first time, of course, was when zero punctuation first started. And, uh, you know, as uh, Nick's, it's it's been like those days again you know uh suddenly getting and reached out to from everywhere from people you worked with like 10 years ago i remember when i first put zero punctuation out i was getting emails from peter molyneux because i'd re- refused one of his games and that blew my mind because i was like a dumb 24 year old <laughs> and um i'm trying to remember the lesson i learned from the first time i went viral is that uh, the spark brings in all these eyeballs really really quickly but the more important thing is to follow that up with uh, consistency. So we're moving as fast as we can to get back on track with making videos and uh, creating the nice, consistent, comfortable place for people to come back to week on week because that's how it worked at first. That's how Zero Punctuation kept going for 16 years and that's what we're doing now. 
I'm trying to manage expectations, what I'm saying. We've yeah. got to expect a sort of dip once the news cycle passes. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you couldn't have asked for perhaps better PR or more eyes on the pair of you to launch your new venture, Second Wind. Uh, Nick, mm-hmm. tell me about Second Wind broadly. Um, what is it going to encompass? What changes from the escapist era? Um, it, it's really like, you know, people keep asking, like, how did you get this going so fast? Like, how do you, what, what, like, you guys had to have planned this before, like some conspiracy theory. And it's like, no, <laughs> we really just had a structure that worked at the escapist and like, it was positive and people enjoyed it. And we just like, let's just do that under a new brand. Let's go. And that's, I mean, our team is self-sufficient. I don't have, you know, we tell somebody an idea or something to do, they do it and that's it. Um, like I, I legitimately think like we have the best team in, in this space doing this stuff. Um, everybody's supremely talented and, you know, like I, I've had a lot of maybe negative things to say about gamers, but like they did pay us well, like we were paid well, we were comfortable, like everybody was, had good benefits and everything like that. So like, it's unfortunate that it ended the way it did, because I think like if gamers had given us the time to make a profit and grow, I think it would have been okay. But, you know, like. On the other hand, like we're just not com- compatible with what they were looking for, like I said. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we really are just continuing to do what we started at, at, at there, and now you know we have the fan funding to support. Or like we're getting the fan funding. We're doing we're doing way better than we thought we were going to be doing. Um, <laughs> but you know, I want to get to a model that you know we don't have. To, we don't rely on views. We don't rely on ad revenue. It's all you know fan funded it's we're I, I treat i treat what we do more like a product basically where you know go get sponsors go get merch you know we, we design shows that can be multifaceted in a way that like you know the zp character right it's not just it's not just a show it's you know people want pins people want stickers people want merch items you know people want to sponsor it we can use the art style for other things like that we can use it for art um so when we think about the shows that we're making, we're not thinking just views. Like, how can we each show as its own individual brand that we can branch out? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the, 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 the project is currently funded on Patreon. You've mentioned elsewhere that there'll be some other funding opportunities. What What is your plans for that in terms of making this sustainable for what is quite a large team especially in the yeah. gaming space yeah yeah i don't i don't know like we were talking about that on stream today like i don't know if a a, a startup was zero dollars we we had zero dollars on this uh just said hey we're taking eight people and we're gonna do expensive content and it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> um, so um yeah we, we've got the patron um but that's actually like the long-term play with that our short term is um uh kickstarter we're gonna be going to that soon uh we were thinking about investors but i mean just to put things in perspective like how quickly this has grown like the escapist discord that we started only had 
4,500, 5,000 people in there. In three days, the Discord for a second wind just crossed 30,000 people. Wow. (laughs) So I'm like, I think we have the backing to just get this going on Kickstarter and then, you know, maybe, maybe take on some like family and friends and investors and stuff like that. So our plan is to fund the entire first year up front, cover the salaries that our full-time people lost. Um, Yahtzee, myself, Omar, and Jack Packard all took uh, pretty significant salary cuts to get this off the ground. Uh, as well, and also giving like people that were underpaid at gamers raises to get them up to parity so that everybody's paid the same aside from, you know, Yahtzee and I at the top kind of thing and Omar as our, like our heads of content. Um, and then, uh, the, the Kickstarter and family friends funding, like we'll fund the entire first year of that. And then Patreon merchandise, sponsorships, organic advertising, live streams, work for higher projects we, we can we can work ourselves for for higher like all that money is just banked and put towards 25 26 so mm. i think we we have a really good strategy and um like it's we're we're way ahead of where we thought we would be in three days i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. and so who owns the the company then is it yourself alone or is it a group of people that is um that's something we are organizing now like we you know we basically yeah, threw been... this together and now we're like <laughs> yeah, we're oh god focusing on the fun stuff and uh, all <laughs> yeah. the uh you know the contract and right drawing up all that sort of stuff it comes when we get uh, in touch with people who actually know anything about that sort of thing. Yeah, we're, now we now we have to build. Now we have to like get the business stuff done, or as Jack puts it, the the uh, unfun stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> but theoretically, we we want this to we want people to keep calling this a uh, a creator owned company. Yeah, creator owned, and we're looking at like a worker co op. Very nice. That's a, it's a pretty unique situation to be in in the game space. Um, Yahtzee. Were you expecting this kind of reaction in terms of the Patreon? You'd spoken previously about being shouted at to go independent and in your in your kind of in your space as this creator that's known for his kind of single videos, like your your personality kind of fits the, the Patreon model previously. Had you ever explored going just yourself away from uh, the escapist? Well, I'd thought about it, uh, obviously, because as I said um it seems every other week we get a comment like oh why does yahtzee stay with the escapist he's basically the only one holding it up but as i said <laughs> i'm i'm like a, a very creatively minded person and um having gone viral twice now i like to think i'm in the position of wanting to be in the position that i want to be in and i don't want to be in a position where i have to deal with like the business side of things and the production side of things i just want to be able to like uh, do the things I'm passionate about and uh, realize my own uh, visions. And uh, I've always been happy working under the Escapist for 16 years because that was the relationship. They took care of all the fiddly bits so I could focus on the knob gags. And uh, <laughs> that's very much how I see my partnership with Nick right now. The 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 main thing that I, I took away from your, your launch stream is that obviously because you had such a good uh, steady stream of content going, it's, it's a very easy transition into what you want to do going forward. So let's talk a bit about that. Um, Nick, what does the programming lineup broadly look like for Second Wind starting next week, next month? Yeah, so uh, Wednesday, uh, we're coming back with Fully Ramblematic, uh, Chelsea's new review show. Um, yeah, we have uh, Design Delve, a short form gray, a, a short form game review from Yahtzee. <laughs> yes, yeah. a short form animated game review. 
mm. with uh, uh, the fast talking sweary British person on it. Yeah. Will the background be yellow? Can you comment uh, on the background um, color? We're not risking that. I mean, we, we know that you can't <laughs> copyright. You can't copyright an animation style. You can't copyright an art style. You can only copyright like the specific appearance of things. Mm. So it's gonna. It's not gonna be yellow. The characters are gonna look different, but mm. you know, it'll be what I'll, people have come to expect. Ah, uh, yes. I, I'll have to change my background color now to, to avoid <laughs> the wrath of um, your former corporate owners. I, yeah. I, I do apologize. Um, but yes, we're, we're we're getting the the short form reviews that people would expect, and um, yeah, so you're also uh, bringing across um, some other formats that uh, you perhaps worked on in the past yes in zero uh, at the escapist i was also making uh, the fortnightly extra punctuation series which was just like a broader sort of video essay about gaming related topics or whatever i wanted to talk about uh so and that was that was like one of our recent editions uh, that we started doing under nick that was doing really well that was sometimes beating zero punctuation in views so that's coming back we're calling that semi-ramblomatic so that'll be for the upcoming weeks. Uh, we also very recently started a new series called uh, Yahtzee Unscripted, which was me streaming new games that I'd never played before and then doing like little capsule reviews afterwards. Mm. And uh, I was enjoying that because it meant I gave me an excuse to play more games during the week rather than just like having to slog through bloody uh, Assassin's Creed all bloody week for the, <laughs> for the zero punctuation. Um, so I'm uh, keen to bring that back as well under a new name. So that's, I think that's all like the me driven content. Mm. We'll Maybe certainly be doing like the, sorry? You own the names? That's that you yes, fully own is, these? This is all my all stuff. Yours. Fully Ramblematic is the name of my old like personal site. So that, yeah, that's I mean, 100% pretty much my the, Yeah, the brands that people create here, we're going to make sure, you know, they have ownership of. Um, so, mm. you know, after after uh, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, we'll have Design Delve from J-Mate, and he owns that. And I made sure that when I brought him in to do Escapist that his contract said if he leaves, you know, he gets to take it back after six months or a year. And then we got that down to immediately down at Gamers. Uh, so he owns that show, and it's going to continue here with, uh, you know, we, we expanded the ZP art style over the past few years to, like, a lot of our shows because it made what we do rather than just another video essay it made it unique like we we like our shows that have you know gags and, and comedy and, and stuff like that and we had really expanded out you know like oh yahtzee can make a cameo in this show and and frost can make a cameo in this show and um we're really gonna we're really gonna get into that more on second wind now but it's gonna be a little bit different we're not just doing the zpr style for everything we've got some other cool stuff in the works that uh, I'm not ready to talk about just yet, but um, after Design Delve on Thursday, we'll relaunch Cold Take on Friday with a fresh coat of paint. And, Very uh, nice. For yeah, for for the entire time I was editor in chief, like back at Enthusiast Gaming, like my the three years we were there, they were like, "You need to find the next Yahtzee," and I'm like, oh. "How how do I do that? Like, do you, why would he? Why would that person come work for us? Because they can just go independent and be fine." Because I'm like, Yahtzee should have gone independent years ago. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I don't want to run a business. I was like, okay, that makes that makes sense. But um, yeah, Frost is is that guy. Like, I somehow he ended up in my inbox. I heard his voice and I brought him in immediately, and he's grown oh, yeah, huge. People, people love it when he and I stream together. It's <laughs> yeah. like the smooth talky stream we can fall asleep <laughs> to. <laughs> um, Nick, obviously, you're bringing across a lot of experience working with very um very different strands of video you've got 
a lot of experience scheduling things how do you make sure you're not doing too much too fast and that you won't run out of new content or new concepts six months from now when the kind of when as you mentioned that when the moves when the new cycle moves on and you're relying on the second one diehards as it were mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean i you know we were pretty good at escapist about like you know we we get some stuff launched and then we have new big projects kind of behind the scenes that we start working on um so like our D series back at the escapist was adventures nigh so you know people highly anticipated that so we have to go film the season film the entire season so we kind of have like we have like our our stationary content that runs you know week to week but then we also do like special projects like the documentaries and and all that kind of stuff so we we've gotten really good at like um having like quarterly updates where okay you know here's three new streams limited stream series that we're doing so we often do like a full playthrough of a game series so right now we're doing devil may cry with uh casey and marty sleva uh, you know, we've got Amy and Frost doing Sekiro, and once they wrap those up, you know, we we well back at the Escapist, we would use the the live stream super chats to basically pre fund that next series, and so you know, people are anticipating, you know, they're basically putting their money with into what they want, um, and so it's going to be the same way here. Like we're running that same model where you know things, not everything's going to run forever, like cold take or zero punctuation or. Or, or I mean, a fully emblematic or anything like that. Some shows will just be okay. Here's a ten episode limited series. Um, uh, you know, the making a Metal Gear Solid from Good Blood, and then once that's done, we move on to the next big thing. What is the what's the main lesson you're taking forward from your time at the Escapist and gamers generally for this new project, Nick? Um, you know, like. I, under under like uh, to get to where i am right this second like i had to go through all this to get here like i didn't have the opportunity to go work at game reform or ign or anything and build my own audience that way like i owe i owe a lot to the people that i'm working with that have elevated me and you know a lot of a lot of the comments have been about me and leading the team and everything but like the team like i brought them and they you know they backed me and i backed them it's not like you know i just brought in people and you know just I'd sat out and sat around while they worked. Like I'm always there to support them and everything. Um, but I just, you know, working under, under corporate companies and kind of being told, you know, <laughs> no and no and no. And then like promise, like, they make me look like the bad guy when they say, yeah, we're going to bring in X full time. And then, you know, in April and then they don't. And then they go and tell that, that person that I was the one that withheld them from getting full time work. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, I wanted to lock them in immediately. Why would I hold that from you? <laughs> um, it's it's just you know like the, the the story here seems to you know we're sitting here watching the story unfold kind of with everybody else right, and it's been not that I was fired or Yahtzee left really. It's like we stood together as a team and kind of said, you know, no, this is our brand. We made this. We're going to go take it and continue it, and you're not going to take that away from us. I think that's certainly a lesson I want to take, is that whatever happens going forward, we are a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly something that's changed in my life. Like I said, I used to be just the dude in the bubble making his little videos on his <laughs> little tower. But I've actually, the last few days, I've actually found it really energizing to be in the kind of job where you have to have meetings with everyone every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yahtzee, you've been doing 
zero punctuation under that title for I mean, is it unfair to say a good, the best chunk of 20 years at this point? Six, we're getting? 16 years in total, 20, 2007 to now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting to that, to that stage where... Is, is, there, is it somewhat emotional that you might have to break off from that branding? Or is it freeing? How, how does it feel to have this very definitive kind of chapter mark in the story of Zero Punctuation? It's been mixed feelings, I guess. Um, I still, when I look at uh, like the YouTube page and see zero punctuation thumbnails, for the last couple of days, it's just been like this instant knife in the heart to see that and think about like 16 years just coming to an end like that. But um, I think the the sheer massive response we've gotten to Second Wind has made me uh, think of it as... Um, all of that time, that 16 years, was an investment. It was an investment in a community, in uh, an audience, in, pro- in my profile. And, and that's an investment that's now paying off. Well, as we see um, how the internet responds if you threaten to take away something they've gotten used to for this long. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've heard it from a million people, actually, but um, there is not a critic of my generation that was not deeply, deeply influenced by zero punctuation. So I think that really um, caused quite the outpouring of when it happened. Um, we all were in our Discord sharing our favourite videos, our favourite stupid jokes that we still make reference to. So I hope that even if you can't go back to the zero punctuation, I hope you're aware of the impact that it has had on people making knob gags all these years. I've certainly become more aware of it, as I say, in the last couple of days. But uh, I'm hoping I can like uh, keep being that sort of voice in people's lives and keep taking video games to tasks the way people have uh, come to expect. <laughs> you, you've ruined it for the rest of us. Now can I give something five stars? It's like, oh, games critics are far too positive. Let's wait for zero punctuation. Yeah, it was funny seeing the response like from some YouTubers, like that you know, games journalism is dead. And I was like, we haven't even really been doing games journalism. We just create fun stuff. <laughs> um, um, well, guys, before I let you go, Nick, this is your time to promo shit out of second wind tell us where we can get everything where we can go and give you money the floor is yours uh yeah i mean well first i wanted to say like i the one thing i'm really really excited about with this opportunity that we have right now is like we can build a whole new generation of creators right we have a bunch of freelancers that have come with us you know they also quit um the escapists and everything when this happened and you know the people that did 3mr and, and the streams and all that and Obviously, like our, we have to get the full-time people taken care of first because we all lost our salaries and everything. But I'm going out of my way. You know, I I put that call out that I needed, um, you know, part-time work because I just bought a house a year ago, and I'm like, oh god, like how do I, what do I do? And um, but you know, I got I got a ton of responses from that for consulting work or or like mock reviews and stuff. And like we're doing, we're not funded yet. I don't want to make that clear, but we can see like things are going well and I'm just passing that work off to my freelancers now to make sure they have work. Um, but the opportunity to grow them as creators too, is like never been more real for them right now. And they're take I want, you know, I want them to take advantage of that and everything like that. So we're going to be pushing them hard as well. Um, but yeah, you can, you can find second wind on Twitter, um, YouTube, Facebook, <laughs> trying to get our social pages up. Uh, like I, 
you know, we're on Patreon. People can go there and the page isn't even done yet. Like we, <laughs> we, we launched this thing and we weren't even planning to launch it. Launch it. It's just like, we had to it, like when we all, we didn't, we didn't think we were all going to like, just drop off the escapist like that and leave. And then we're like, Oh God, like we got to launch this today. Go, go, go. And then I had the Patreon and like, I had a plan for like, okay, we're going to launch a brand today. Say like, Hey, we're doing something new. Stay tuned. And then people found the Patreon page that I was setting up yeah. and immediately started funding it. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the, wasn't like the first person who found it went straight to the highest tier. Yeah. They went, the first person that found it went straight to the highest tier and was like, uh, like, do I promote this? What do I do guys? And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, we don't know. And I was like, okay, I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it on Twitter. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, initially we thought maybe we could wait to put some actual content on the side before we, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before we announced the Patreon. Yeah. But, but you know, even before we had like a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers before we'd even started, which was very gratifying. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. think uh yeah, we think by next week after we launch fully emblematic we'll probably be over two hundred and fifty thousand already. The community was there. It's always <laughs> you guys. Like it, yeah. they followed it must feel amazing, yeah, see that these people are so invested that they just went in two footed immediately to, to join you guys wherever you want to go. Well, actually I before think... he before you answer that, like the one surprising thing is like um Yang Ya covered covered what we did and that video went viral. And there's a ton of people, like, if you go check the community page or even, like, their introduction video, they're like, I've never heard of you guys before, but I love the solidarity. I want to support that. And, like, yeah, we're, was, we just built a whole new to audience, say, too. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, um, I think it's sort of gone beyond being about me and Zero Punctuation and the escapist to this point. I think for some people, we've become a sort of symbol of uh, defiance to corporate capitalism. And... Uh, I'm perfectly willing to ride that wave if I'm willing to give us money. <laughs> well, it, it kind of makes sense. A lot of our content kind of ragged on corporations while we worked at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you have no one to answer to. Yeah. Now we have to just rag on ourselves somehow. Uh, it, it felt, it felt, uh, I, I wasn't as in the industry or co conscious of the industry, but uh, it feels similar to when, um, Gersman Gate happened and all those guys departed from Giant Bomb all those uh, uh, departed from GameSpot all those years ago and formed Giant Bomb and uh, they did not bad so I think if, if you've got that much goodwill um, that you guys have built up over the years um, it was really it was really reassuring to see um, Nick that you were committed to supporting everyone because it would have been so understandable that when you dropped away it was just a core group um, how uh, just kind of finally, how important is the team and the members of that team and um, what do they mean to you? Uh, I mean, I know you're not supposed to say, you know, your, your working family is your family, right? But I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, they are like, I, I, like, I would not be where I am without the people around me. And, um, and, and like, you know, it's, it's not always been smooth, smooth sailing and stuff like that. But I mean, this team, this team, especially like it just, I've been saying it in the comments, like it's a, it's a once in a lifetime team and this would not have happened without everybody on board. Like I, it couldn't just be me and Yahtzee that went and did this. It had to be Frost. It had to be Jamie. It had to be our editors. It had to be the freelancers that came with us because like we all made the escapist what it was. Um, and I think the shocking thing to me is like, I just the amount of people that we did reach. And like, I had no idea because you know, you, 
it, it, be, being the editor in chief of the escapist is kind of like a, a double-edged sword where I was building a new audience while also dealing with, you know, the zero punctuation audience that really only wanted ZP. And over the years, you know, as more as I communicated, and I was transparent, which by the way, corporate companies don't like when I'm transparent with people, uh, <laughs> they really don't, uh, like people came to respect that. And like, you know, that we made promises and we owned up to it, or we made a mistake, we fixed it. Um, you know, so it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, to, for the team to have my back, like I just, that I haven't even processed either that like everybody was just willing to give up good salaries and just walk away and start this thing. Yeah. See, finally, what are you most excited about, about this new second one journey? I'm excited to see how far we can take it this time around. VGC, a video games podcast is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.